Sitter Snippet Series is generously sponsored by the Saka family in memory of Joseph Saka. We continue our introduction to the Amida. We last left off the insight of Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar and his Kata Kemach. He writes similarly in his commentary on Parshas Ekev. Even though originally davening was meant to be individual, personal, creative. Nevertheless, Anshe Knesset established that it become universal, a daily obligation to ensure that we wouldn't only daven when we feel like it, we would daven regularly. So taknua b'lashon pashat muvan k'desh lo yizbal b'lo arayonim b'avanas alashon sh'ko yisro shovem b'im b'chachamim b'in tipshim. Rebbein B'chayi writes, and they organize davening to be relatively simplistic, accessible, understandable, so that you don't have to be a super genius and you don't have to be an expert. It's a tremendous fluency in order to be able to tap into it. But the Tashmona Asherah would speak to every person and every time and reflect our universal needs. We mentioned last night the mashal, the metaphor of the card, that you buy a card, but you fill in something personal. The Amida is the template, represents the card, but it was instituted for us to fill in something personal. Each bracha is something relevant to that bracha. Shema Koleinu, the generic of open, available bracha, to put in whatever we would, whatever we would like. This is uh, one of the reasons why Shemona Esra, the Amida, is referred to as the silent Amida. It's quiet. It's a silent Amida. Other parts of davening are Bakoram. Other parts of davening, Mashmila Ozna. Other parts of davening, we say and we recite out loud that increases, that promotes our Kavana. In fact, Ravaran Karliner, Karlin Stolen, in his Tzava, in his ethical will, Ravaran Karliner said he encouraged davening. First of all, he said to daven quickly. The slower you daven, the more likely you'll be distracted or lose focus. The faster you daven, the more likely you can maintain your attention. Interesting. But also he said, the louder you daven, the greater you scream it, the more you'll pay attention to it. So if you, if you ever daven the Karlin Stolen Beis Medrash, Givatzev, you ever davened with the Karlin Stolen Rebbe, they follow Ravan Karliner and they go through davening quickly and they scream davening out loud. He also has in that that if you're on time to davening, you're late. If you're early, you're on time. And if you're late, don't bother coming. So if you're late in Karlin Stolen, that's not encouragement or an excuse. If you're late, that means start coming on time or early, not see it as you're out. So normally with davening, we say it out loud. That helps us focus. And yet, the Amidah is not something out loud. The Amidah is described as the opposite. We call it the silent Amidah. Where does that come from? It's a beautiful Kliyakar. Kliyakar notes that the Torah commands the bringing of the Korban Chatas and the Asham. Chatas is the sin offering. A person violated a prohibition by mistake. The Asham, a guilt offering. Where are they brought? In the Chatzah, they're brought in the same place of the Beis Mikdash as the Korban Ola. Why are they specifically in the same place as the Korban Ola? Says the Kliyakar, to protect the feeling, to protect the privacy, the dignity of a person who made a mistake. Somebody who crossed a boundary, who had a violation, so that they're not embarrassed, so that they're not ashamed, so that they don't stand out. They bring the Korban in the very same place as the person who brings a Korban Ola. So that if you're a spectator, if you're observing, you don't know why or what that person is bringing, and it spares it saves somebody from embarrassment, you will not automatically jump to the conclusion that they are a chote. Says the Kliyakar, and that is why the Amida is the silent Amida. We say the Amida silently, imagine we'd be encouraged to say it out loud, and one might be embarrassed by what they're saying. Now, if all you did was read the Siddur, why would you be embarrassed? If all you did was say the Amida, then before whom would you be ashamed? You're simply saying the same, tape, the same template. Same liturgy, the same text as everyone else. 
What does this inside of the Kliyakar presume? That a person is adding their own personal tefillah to the Amidah. That in Slach Lanu, Ashivenu, you're talking about, Shem, forgive me for the mistakes I've made. To acknowledge and to admit and to confess. In Rafainu, Barachalinu, Shema Koleinu, people need help with all kinds of things. Chazal tell us to daven for anything if we want success. Not only livelihood and health, but for help with Shmir Sinayim, for help with being careful to guard our, our mouth from slander, with help for overcoming hate we might have in our heart. So imagine if you davened out loud and someone might hear, it would be embarrassing. And that's why it was instituted as the silent Amida, similar to the Korban Chattis and Asham being brought in the same place as the Korban Ola. But the Kliyakar's insight assumes, it presumes, that we are adding something individual, unique, something personal in our Amida, such that we need to say it silently. So then the question begs itself. If we're saying the Amida quietly and silently, why do we have to move our lips? Why do we move our lips? When a child is young, I found this is one of the hard things to teach. When they're reading a book at home, you say, stop moving your lips, just read with your eyes. They come to Shuli, open the city, you say, read with your lips, say it out loud, move your lips, don't just read it with your eyes. It's hard to learn and to know when. When you're reading a book, it looks strange to move your lips. It's not correct. And yet, if you're saying the Amidah and all you're doing is thinking in your head and you're not moving your lips to be consistent or utter the words, then you're doing something strange. So why is it that we move our lips? So here the Maharal has a tremendous insight. We end with this tonight. The Gemara Baruchas Daflamaral tells us the name of Rav Hamnuna, the halachas that we learned from Chana. Anyone who thinks the Torah is biased, particularly when it comes to davening, it is biased. It's biased towards women in that we learn most of the halachas of davening from a woman, from Chana. Chana's most heartfelt, authentic tefillah offered before Eli, misunderstood before Eli in the Mishkan. And one of the things the Pasuk tells us, only her lips were moving. From here the Gemara derives the halacha is that when we say the Amidah, we should move our lips even though we're not saying it out loud. Why? If it's a silent Amidah, and we want to be spared from embarrassment if we're offering something personal, why not just think it in our head or our heart? Why do we have to move our lips? The Maral in his Nesiva Avoda Perikbez says something beautiful. He says the whole idea of davening, we spoke about this earlier in terms of not having confidence in tefillah. The whole core, the whole, the whole uh, primary part of davening, the whole idea of davening is that a person is an Adam Chaser. You're a person who's missing, who's lacking. You're a person who's dependent on Hashem. I'm a person, I present myself before you, Hashem, as a person. But a person who has much initiative as I take, as much effort as I make, it's incomplete without you. You decide my success. I'm an Adam Chaser. So what is the definition of an Adam, says the Maral? We mentioned this from Unklos, Ruach Memalala. The definition of a person who differentiates us from animal or plants is speech. The capacity to communicate. The power of speech. So when we move our lips, we are a Medaber. We're a Medaber, we're an Adam. We're an Adam, we can be an Adam Chasar, and we can present ourselves to Hashem in tefillah. But to just stand there and not move our lips, to not at least reflect the image of a person who is speaking, even if it's a silent speech, not out loud, means we're not even an Adam. So the first thing we have to do, we have to present ourselves to Hashem as an Adam, as a person, an Adam Chasar who's lacking, who now can turn to Him with our needs. So it's a silent Amida with the assumption that we're adding our own personal our own personal conversation. But despite that, we move our lips in order to reflect the core of what it means to be a person, namely, that we are a medaber.